Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. Me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 Method. And for more information about what we do, head over to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about what to do when the scales aren't moving. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast. So I speak to a lot of women who are over 40, who are looking to lose some weight, but no matter what they do, they just can't seem to get the scales moving. They desperately want to fit back into all of their favorite clothes and stop dressing to cover up any problem areas, which is something that I I hear time and time again. And they really just want to stop their weight from creeping up year after year and eventually becoming a serious problem. So they go back and they, they try all of the things that work for them in their 20s and 30s. Maybe that's keto, maybe it's low carbs, hit classes, personal training, slimming groups, shake diets, whatever it is. Maybe you've tried some of those things yourself. But a lot of the women I speak to, they find that since turning 40, none of those things really seem to work anymore. That they step on the scales after a hard week of this dieting and they see zero movement, which is really, really frustrating. And this can leave many women feeling completely stuck. Like they're running out of options. They've got nowhere to turn. They don't know what to try next. They don't know how to get this under control. And maybe you can relate. And if you can, you're definitely not alone in this situation because we've helped thousands of women to escape this situation inside of our programs and help them to get back to feeling confident wearing anything they like, to enjoy shopping for clothes again, to feel completely in control of their weight and health and never have to worry about their weight kind of going out of control ever again. So just know exactly what to do and exactly what works for them. So today we're going to tell you exactly what to do when you're a woman who's over 40 and you're struggling to see any movement on the scales. Yeah, so the first thing we really need to cover then is why so many women over 40 struggle. It's a really common thing. We see it time and time again. And there's a few really good reasons that are not very well known about why women over 40 actually struggle to to see the same changes on the scales that, that younger women do. And the main reason for this is that women's bodies and women's hormones They change dramatically as they approach the menopause. But the big misconception here is that you've got to wait for the menopause for this, for a hormonal change. And before that, everything's, you know, hunky dory, everything's as as it was before. And the reality is these hormonal changes actually start years before sort of official what's called clinical menopause, which is a year without having a period. So it's kind of a strange situation because you have to wait an entire year of not having a period. Obviously, Ben and I can't exactly relate, but you have to wait an entire year before you can go, oh, now I'm menopausal. And a lot of doctors will say, you know, come back when, when you, you're officially menopausal, when you've not had a period for a year. But a lot of the time, people's you know, cycle will become disrupted and they won't really know. It might just be a couple of days shift. Um, there may be other signs like low energy or mood changes or hot flushes or poor sleep. And this can be happening five, 10 years even before clinical menopause, these changes can start to occur. And the problem is it also, you don't just have these side effects, it also makes it easier to put on weight, especially around the middle. So that kind of middle-aged spread that people talk about and much more difficult to lose it as well. And mainstream diet plans just don't take any of this into consideration. They're either designed for men and women or they're just designed for women, but younger women. So women in their twenties and in their thirties, whose hormone levels are all kind of optimal. They're all working really well still. They've not started to shift and change. 
and they don't have any of these hormonal issues to contend with. So when women over 40 try these diets and try these fitness plans that are designed for younger women or men and women, they either see no results or very slow results that are really frustrating and they don't last long term. So yeah, so if if you find yourself in this position where nothing is really working, you're either over 40, um, there's a few steps you can take. And we're going to go through four steps today of what you can do when you're in this position to get the scales moving and, and to get to where you want to be with your fitness. So the first thing to do is really to just stop trying to succeed with those programs which weren't designed for women in your position. So as you said, Rob, a lot of these mainstream diet approaches, they're just not designed to work for women over 40 whose hormones are changing, whose bodies are changing. They're designed to work for, well, they're, they're a lot like some of the programs we used to put together when we first started, which were just programs made by guys in their mid twenties. We would just put together what we think would work for us essentially. Um, and when you give that to somebody who's over 40, it's not necessarily the, the best, the best approach. And I think all the, most of the approaches out there are in that same category. So First of all, just stop trying to succeed. Anything that looks like it's kind of general, it's aimed at just a large, wide group of people, avoid it like the plague. So and a good- Just to quickly okay, interrupt, yeah. sorry. But this, this is a great point that Ben just made that most fitness professionals are young guys or young women. Mm. There are some older ones, but there's not that many. Um, and a, like it's, it's because of the path we've taken and Ben's going to get into this, that we've ended up specializing in women over 40, but- it's only because we realized that the things we were doing weren't working for this age range very well that we started to go, wait a second, the whole industry is kind of a bit, you know, there's, there's a big elephant in the room here that most people are younger and they're just giving people what worked for them. They're not giving people what's best for them at their age range. And, and I think, you know, people we work with over 40 can easily say it doesn't work the same way as when you're 20. It doesn't work the same way as when you're 30 and it doesn't work the same way for men and women either. Anyway, back yeah. to what you were saying. Yeah, so I think a good kind of side point is how did we end up, I get asked this quite a lot. Well, I used to when I did just like talking to people, new clients, prospective clients, um, they asked me, why do you, why do you and Rob specialize in coaching women over 40? And it's the way we arrived to is quite interesting. Like we started this Trinity when we were at uni, we were doing both studying engineering and we started this fitness thing on the side just because we were interested in fitness. First of all, we just started coaching people. So men, women, old, young, everybody. We were just coaching absolutely everybody. And then at some point we realized that our, the female clients that we had, all the women we worked with were a lot more rewarding to work with because they kept in touch with us. They, they seemed to get more value out of that help and that support and that contact with their coach. So for us, it was more fun to coach our female clients. So we just focused specifically on them. Um, all the men that we coached, we would kind of give them a program. They'd go away for 12 weeks and either we wouldn't hear from them at all. And they'd either do all of it and see results or they would just disappear off the face of the earth where all our, all our female clients, they stayed in touch with us every week. It was fun. It was rewarding. So we did that. Then we found that the programs that we put together, we seemed to be getting a lot of people commenting, a lot of women who were in their forties and fifties commenting and saying, wow, this is really working for me where I've tried everything in the past and all of the other things I've tried just didn't give me any results. But for some reason, Trinity and what you guys are doing is really working for me. So we thought, oh, we've, you know, there, there's something in this. We've, we sort of like identified that a lot of these other programs were letting women in, in this age group down and that this was an area where maybe we could kind of make a difference and kind of step into that, step into that space to help this specific group of women. So we just decided this is kind of our mission. We're going to focus on helping these specific women over 40, um, to see results and 
a few years later, we've kind of ended up here where all our clients are these women over 40 and we're, we're we've got very good at kind of helping them to see results um, in that situation. So a good kind of analogy for this is it's kind of like a, like if you compare um, like fitness programs for over 40s with just general fitness programs, it's kind of like comparing a washing machine to a dishwasher. They're both, they might look on the outside similar they're both kind of a white box with buttons on the front of it you know you both plug them into the wall they both have water that goes into them they both spin around and make a whirring noise but they do very different jobs so for example if you've got your washing machine and instead of putting clothes in it you decided you're going to put the dishes into it and turn it on it's not really going to do a very good job it's going to spin all of your dishes around smash them into pieces and it's going to be an absolute disaster and it's exactly the same with fitness plans so if you try to succeed with something that was never designed to work for someone in your position, again, it's gonna just be a complete disaster. You're not gonna see results, it's gonna be a waste of time, waste of money, leave you more frustrated, more annoyed, and maybe in an even worse position because some of these, some of these really extreme approaches can, you know, can have a negative impact on, on your metabolism, on the way that your body's working and make it even more difficult for you to lose weight in the future. So the first step is to realize that if you're a woman who's over 40, things are, these normal approaches not kind of working for you, then you're going to need a different approach in order to get the results that you want. Yeah, so you're gonna to need to find something that's designed for women in your position. Ultimately, that's the point Brent's making there is find a dishwasher to wash the dishes or find a washing machine to wash your clothes. So get the right tool for the job. And it's gotta take into account three things. So it's gotta take into account, first of all, changing hormones. It's a big thing that happens over 40. You get a reduction in, in estrogen, a reduction in progesterone, so the female sex hormones. These fluctuate a hell of a lot more. You can also become a lot more sensitive to other hormones. So hormones like cortisol, the stress hormone, which can also contribute to middle-age weight gain, uh, middle-age spread, um, and that fat gain around the middle. You're much more sensitive to that hormone. So you need something that takes into account that if you're going to see good results. It also needs to take into account two other things. So it needs to take into account the demands of a busy career and or family life. So a lot of the people we work with have children and a busy career. And if you're juggling those two things or even just a busy career, it's very, very stressful. Like a lot of the women we work with have climbed their career ladder for 15, 20 years. They're in a brilliant position. They've got great jobs, but it does, you know, it really does bring a lot of stress into their life. And if you don't have a way of dealing with that, that can easily lead to stress eating, stress drinking, um, and also just high stress hormone levels disrupting your fat loss. So you need to also have something that's gonna work around that and not make that stress level worse. It's very easy with too much exercise or extreme dieting to actually increase the stress on your body to a point where it just doesn't respond well. And a lot of people do that. And then the last thing you also need to take into account is any injuries or age related sort of joint issues or, or other health conditions. So it's very, very common. Again, pretty much everyone we work with has a joint issue or a health condition or a bit of both. So, you know, the lady I was speaking to yesterday has been having to have um, shockwave therapy on her ankle from an ankle injury before. Another another person I worked with, Louisa, we talked about a couple of podcasts ago who's lost over three and a bit stone in the last uh, six months with us. Um, three and a half stone, I think. She had a horse riding injury. The horse stood on her foot. Her foot was you know, broken to a ton of pieces. Sounds horrible. And she can't really bend her, bend her foot. So, Loads of the people we work with have shoulder issues, knee issues, ankle issues, back issues. And you need something that's going to take into account that, not make that worse again, because if it makes it worse, you're just going to stop. So you need to take into account those three things, hormones, um, stress levels from career and family life and injuries or other age related issues as well. 
So there's a few things you need to avoid then for that. I'll, ben, I'll let you go into what, what those things are then to avoid making those things worse. Yeah, and I, I just kind of want just to add to the what you said about the busy career and a busy family life. Another problem that a lot of our, the women we work with have is just they have so much more on their plate and so much less time than than uh, maybe us. So when we were designing fitness programs for, you know, just, you know, when we had no idea what these women over 40 that we work with now went through, we would design a program which maybe had, you know, four or five times exercising per week. And they were long sessions and the, the diet was very complicated and it took a long period, long time, which is just not realistic when you've got that busy job, busy family life. You've got all that, so much other stuff going on. Like all of our clients, they have so much more on their plates than we do. And we design everything around that. We make everything quick and easy and as simple as it can possibly be. So if you're looking at like the different options for you know, the programs that you could follow, there are a few things that I would recommend that you avoid. So the first one would be really high intensity, high impact workouts. And there's kind of two reasons for this. So the first reason is just to avoid, you know, as, as you said before, Rob, those, if you have injuries or joint problems or, or anything like that, you want to avoid anything that's going to make those worse. So you'll see a lot of programs and, and approaches which involve, you know, doing burpees and squat jumps and all of these dynamic movements, which are, which are fine if you're like a 20 year old person, but if you're over 40, maybe you've got dodgy knees, dodgy hips, a bit of a bad back. Um, you've got a bit more wear and tear on your body. It can just end up with an injury. And if you injure yourself and you put yourself out of action for a month, you can't exercise. It's then very difficult to see any results if you're constantly injured, not to mention and obviously like limits the quality of your life. Go ahead, Rob. And, and if, if you're also carrying extra weight, I think this is a bit of an elephant in the room as well. People don't really point this out because they can feel mean to say it. But like if you're carrying a bit of extra weight and you'll know if that's the case, the last thing you want to be doing in your 40s is jumping up and downloads and transferring all that weight through your joints because it's going to negatively impact the joints so much more. So even if you don't have an injury now, you're much more likely to create an injury um, by doing box jumps and burpees and things. And you just don't need to do them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the key point. Like you don't actually need to do them to see results. They're not even the best, the best or most effective approach. So yeah, avoid those high intensity, high impact workouts. The second reason for that is just as Rob said before, it's the effect they have on your stress levels. So your body sees if you do really high impact workouts, say five times a week, like some programs recommend your body sees that as, as stress when you're sweating, when you're really kind of going at it your body sees it as a source of stress and if your stress level generally is higher than normal because of your job because of your family life maybe you've got disturbed sleep because of your hormones changing um all of that's perceived as stress by the body and it, if that stress adds up too much that can just block your body from being able to see any results your body struggles to see results if that stress hormone ramps up too high so you want to do exercise which is low impact low stress but can still get you the results and we'll I'll, we'll go through that in the uh, in the next step but i just want to go through a couple of other things to avoid so next thing to avoid would be any extreme nutrition approaches so there are loads of clients that we've worked with who have followed really kind of extreme things like you know shape plans that were very low calorie or cutting out entire food groups or saying like you're never going to have sugar or alcohol or any anything else like that again just very extreme difficult approaches and the problem with these things is um, a they're very difficult to stick to long term if you can't stick to something long term as soon as you go back to eating normal which is something we see a lot of times um, you'll just put all of the weight that you lost back on and go back to go back to how you were but the other problem is reducing calories and really extreme kind of dieting approaches 
have an impact on your metabolism. And also, like you add that to the effect that changing hormones have on your metabolism, and you can end up in a really difficult situation where your metabolism is just slowing down so much that your body is now in a position where it's really, really easy for you to put on weight. Um, and that obviously that then just makes it very difficult to maintain any results, but also very difficult to see results in the future. So avoid anything that's really, really extreme because it can set you up to be really kind of stuck with your, with your results going forwards. Other things to avoid, I would say would be really strict meal plans or diet, plan, diet plans. So again, this goes back to if you've got a busy life, you've got loads of stuff going on, you haven't got too much time and you've got to prepare meals maybe for your family as well. Something really strict is not going to work. It's going to disrupt your life too much. You won't be able to go out for dinner. You won't be able to go around and visit any friends. You won't be able to have meals with your family. It, it just means that you can't live a normal life. So I would recommend avoid anything that's really kind of strict and says you must have this for breakfast, must have this for lunch, must have this for dinner because it's hard to stick to. And if again, if it's hard to stick to, you're not going to see long-term change. And then the fourth thing to avoid, I would say, would just be excessive cardio exercise. So in terms of exercise, when you're over 40, and if you want to see results, cardio is, is probably the last thing you need to be concerned about. I would say, I recommend, you know, some people to do cardio only if it's really important to them. So for example, if they want to train to do a 5K and that's that's their main goal, if they want to be good at swimming or cycling or something, then I would say go and do cardio. However, there are better methods of training which can help you see more results. Um, and I'll let Rob go through a few a few tips now of a few kind of simple tips to get you started, what you should do instead. Yeah, let's get into those tips then. So the first one is basically, instead of doing cardio, like Ben said there, which I think a lot of people think, and we could do a whole episode on this, that cardio is the only way to burn fat or it's the type of exercise that burns the most fat, which is completely not true. And again, we could do a whole episode on why, but what you need to do really is a type of exercise that's going to complement your situation when you're over 40. So your metabolism slowing down, your hormones are changing, your stress levels are high. You need something that's going to stress the body, uh, you know, cause the least stress on the body and give you the most benefit in terms of metabolism um, and also protecting your joints. And what we find is low impact strength training. So we call this list training, L-I-S-T, gets you the best possible results. And our clients do this. They do just three to four times a week, about 40 to 45 minutes a session, including warming up. And what that does is that helps to add muscle back onto your body, which is what makes you feel firm and toned. Muscle is very small and compact. So it's not going to make you big and bulky unless you're like a female bodybuilder taking a load of hormones, steroids and things like that. You're not going to become big and bulky. All it's going to do is tone you up, make you feel fitter and stronger and do it in a nice low impact way that's not going to damage your joints. And it will also have the knock-on effect of increasing your metabolism. So the amount of muscle you have dictates your metabolism. So if you have more muscle, you're going to have a faster metabolism, which means you can get away with eating more again as you get older and not affecting your results. So you can eat more and you can still lose fat. So we see the best results by doing low impact strength training just three to four times a week. So that's what you need to do exercise wise. And you don't need to do any cardio. Our clients also don't do any cardio. A lot of them, they just don't have time for it. And they still get a good cardio fitness benefit as a side effect of that strength training. It still gets their heart rate up. We still do things that challenge them, but in a way that doesn't damage their joints and in a way that doesn't waste that muscle away and in fact builds it up. So that's the first thing to do. We call that list training, low impact strength training. The second thing is to break your bad habits. And we like to do this with a, with a hard reset. So a lot of the people we work with 
are in quite bad habits with food. They're kind of addicted to sugar or find that maybe they're not addicted, but they turn to sugar after a stressful day or a stressful week of work. So they're having sugar most evenings. And the more you have, the more you want it with things like sugar. The same with alcohol, it's a slippery slope. The more you have, the more you want it, the more you get used to it. And this has a really bad effect on energy levels, uh, mood. And it's particularly bad if you're having menopausal symptoms. It makes those symptoms much worse, both alcohol and sugar. A couple of other things that can cause problems are also wheat and dairy. So it depends on the person, but sometimes these things can cause um, issues if you don't digest them too well. It can cause inflammation and it can lead to low energy levels and tiredness. And then people seek out things like sugar as a pick-me-up. So what we recommend people do is they have a hard reset. They cut out these foods for one to two weeks. We do this using a process called the diet makeover. And what this does is it forces you into good habits with food. It gets you out of having those things all the time. So you're not in that cycle of having some and then wanting more because you've got the taste for it. And it also cuts your calories right down to a healthy level um, because it forces you to, to avoid all those things which are pretty high in calories like wheat, alcohol, dairy, sugar. They're all contained in foods that are generally pretty high in calories they're designed to taste good not to get you you know feeling and looking good so we do that typically our clients see way better energy levels they feel much better in themselves and they often lose anywhere between five and ten pounds um, depending on the situation as well within the within a week or two so it's, it's kind of like a double double whammy of feeling better but also seeing really great results and then you want to keep going after that point so they're the first two things i'd recommend um, I'll let Ben go through the next two because you you know you can hear only so much of one person's voice before you get bored. <laughs> so once once like we've got a person doing this low impact strength training, and I'd say three to four times a week, and break these bad habits using that kind of elimination diet phase, that hard reset, then the the approach I'd recommend with nutrition going forward would be something a lot more flexible. So the number one thing to focus on is really just eating the right amount for you. So. This will be based on your situation. So your body as an individual um, and also your hormones. So, you know, people, are, women over 40 are going to need a different, a different calorie requirement than somebody younger. Um, and if you eat this right amount consistently every day, and at the same time you add in this low impact strength training, that's like going to get you most of the results. There's also some fine tuning we do with our clients, things like protein, um, you know, other factors that we might look at, but like to keep this really simple, first things you need to focus on is that that training that exercise and then just eating the right amount of food for you if you do that that's that's pretty enough pretty much enough to start seeing some results i would say and then the final tip is literally just to stick to that to for long enough to see results we've done a whole episode previously about why weight isn't the best measure of progress and a lot of people if they don't immediately see a change on the scales or if they see the scales going in the wrong direction they'll give up when in reality you know, they may have been losing body fat, they may have been losing inches, they may have been actually seeing progress. But for the reasons that we discussed previously, you know, um, water retention, how your body holding on to carbs, muscle gain, all of these other factors can influence your, your weight. Um, and because they're not seeing that weight change, they maybe give up. So the first thing I would say is just be willing to stick to this for say, between two to four weeks. And in terms of progress, look at your body measurement. So look at the way that your clothes are fitting, look at your waist measurement, look at your hip measurement, you know, measure around your thighs, see if those inch measurements are changing. And if they are, then that is a really good sign. That's kind of the best indicator of your progress. If you're not seeing massive progress with weight, don't worry too much. Um, but what can really, really help to stick to this and stick to all of these workouts and everything 
long term because i'd say you know if you've got the more weight you've got to lose the longer you're going to need to be consistent with this what can really help is having support so having somebody to ask to say you know i don't know if i'm seeing the right progress don't know if i'm doing this right should i do this or should i do this that can really eliminate that confusion and that makes it really easy to stick to. It can be good to have accountability, whether that's from a coach like myself or from Rob, or, you know, you could do it in a small group of friends and have that kind of accountability there or just all work with anybody, but having somebody there accountable saying, you know, did you do this this week? Why did you not do it? How come you haven't checked in? <laughs> have you been on track? Why not? Um, can really help you and kind of pull you back on track if you start to slip. And then, Quickly, just yeah. wanted to check there, sorry. Um, the, the thing I hear, and you probably hear this all the time as well on my one-to-one -one phone calls. So we work with some clients one-to-one. -one. We have a phone call most weeks. I had a client last night, um, Nanette, who we got on the phone and she's she had a bit of a wobble at the end of last week. She's a school teacher and, um, well, she works in a school anyway, and it was coming to the end of term. And anyone who's in that position knows it gets really busy towards the end of term and everyone can't wait to finish. And she was telling me about this. We work with lots of teachers. And um, she said, actually, I kind of went a little bit off track at the end of last week. She's done brilliantly. She's like 18 weeks, 16 weeks in. She's seen excellent progress. She's like a stone and a half down. Um, but she had a little bit of a wobble at the end of term. And these things happen. This is part of life. And she said that she was really annoyed with herself. She was really disappointed. She was beating herself up. And then she realized that I know I've got to speak to Rob on Thursday. And I don't, this is what she said to me last night. And I know I don't want to go on that phone call and say, I did that the entire week. So she actually got herself back on track. She knew what to do. We do coach on how to deal with these situations, but she got herself back on track. She was doing her workouts again. She was eating better again and she was seeing progress again. And she'd done that all on her own. And she said, the reason I did that is because I had that phone call coming on Thursday and I didn't want to go on that phone call and say, I've ruined it for the whole week. And so that extra accountability and support can really help. I didn't even really need to do much. She'd already done everything she needed to do. I guess we've been working together for 16 weeks. So she does know a lot of the tools now and I've helped her with those, but it was awesome to see that's that just shows accountability in action that you've got someone asking you did you do it or have you done it this week and if you're the type of person that responds well to that which most people do you know like if your boss is keeping you accountable making sure you do a good job at work just like um i was helping Nanette make sure she sticks to a program then that meant that she stuck to it and she said previously if she was on her own she probably would have just given up at that point and undone all the hard work yeah that could that can really really help just knowing knowing you've got to check in with somebody um I think a lot of people can be more motivated by a lot of people can be more motivated by not letting down somebody else than not letting down themselves. So it really, really helps have that, that external accountability. Um, and the, the final thing that can really help is just being part of a community of women who are kind of on the same group as you. So we have a community for all of our members and just kind of knowing that you're, you're not going through it alone. That you've got, you know, a, a big community of other women, but also going through the same journey and the same struggles that you're on can really help because it's really difficult to feel that you're just alone on this journey. So we've kind of given you the whole strategy here. So the key thing, I'll just kind of summarize it. So the first thing is just stop trying to succeed with programs which were not designed for women in your position. Second thing is just find something which is designed for something that, that are for women in your position, whether that's our, our Fit Over 40 program or a different approach or just figuring this out by yourself. Um, and then the third tip is just follow those kind of simple steps to get started so that the most important ones would be that low impact strength training and if you want some kind of free examples of that we have a free facebook group if you just go and search for that check it out let's search for trinity on facebook and eat the right amount for your body and if you do those two things you should start seeing some results as soon as you start seeing some results it should be a bit easier to 
to keep motivated and to keep going. But the, the kind of the final step is really to just decide on which approach you're going to take. Because if you're stuck here, if it's not working for you now, then continuing to do exactly what you've been doing up to this point is probably going to lead to exactly the same results you've been getting. And if that isn't any results, then you'll keep struggling to see results. So the decision to make is like, are you going to do this by yourself or are you going to do this with help? And I would just have you consider that if you already had everything that you needed to see these results by yourself, then you would have already been able to do it. So something must have been missing or you wouldn't be in this position that you're in now. So there are kind of two ways to do everything. There's the fast, easy way, and there is the slow, hard way. And personally, myself, I decided when I wanted to get fitter and get in shape for the, for the first time, got really kind of into the gym and nutrition, I decided I was going to figure this all out for myself. And even as a 21-year-old guy with, you know, at uni, basically unlimited free time, all of my hormones set up to make things really easy, no real obstacles at all. I still wasted years like trying and failing at different approaches, things, some things that really didn't work, some things that worked okay, until I finally figured out what worked for me and what would get me results. And it, all I want you to consider is like, if you don't have the luxury of having unlimited time and you don't have ideal hormones, it could take decades to figure this out by yourself. And like the, typically the older someone gets, the more difficult it becomes to see results. All of these, these factors, if you continue to say gain weight and, and all of this kind of continues to get more difficult, it becomes more and more and more and more difficult over time. So the, the fast, easy way is to not do what I did, which is try and figure it out by yourself and struggle through it with trial and error, but to just get help from an expert. For example, by joining our Fit Over 40 program, and if you wanted more information about that, just go to www.fit40info.com and you can get all the details there. But, you know, you, you could work with us, you could work with somebody else, but it's just, it's going to be easier. It's going to be quicker if you work with an expert. Yeah. And you want to find someone who specializes in the problem you're facing as well, not a generic um, situation. You know, everyone's body's different. It's different when you're in your twenties. It's different when you're in your thirties. It's different when you're in your forties and fifties. So find someone who specializes in in what what you are ultimately in in the situation you're facing right now, not not just something generic that's designed to work for everyone because that you know that really only works for someone who's young. And if you see all this, there's sort of testimonials of things like that. Often they're just young people that are very easy to get results with. Trust us, Ben and I have worked with people like that. You don't have to do much to get someone who's in the twenties quick and easy results. It gets much much trickier when you get older. And we just wanted to share a couple of. Um, a couple of stories from our clients who who have you know followed this program and followed the ultimately the guidelines that we've or the guidance we've we put in this episode so you can see what is actually possible because we've talked a lot about it today but it doesn't mean much if if you don't see how it works for real women so the first one I want to mention is um, Nicole Rowe so this is Nicole who was in her 40s late 40s and here's what she said um, after after completing Trinity so she said approaching 49 I'd done every diet in the world but I wanted to learn how to fuel and be lean and healthy without needing the hours of cardio I hate cardio I'd lost weight but looked unhealthy and gained as soon as I finished the diet I needed a lifestyle not a diet Trinity is the best thing I've done I now lift weights I hardly do any cardio I've learned about macros and the importance of tracking what I eat but also Trinity has the flexibility to have a life within it. Yesterday to celebrate my daughter's birthday, we had fish and chips and cake at the seaside. I didn't feel guilty. I didn't beat myself up. We had a fun family day, albeit in my new size eight skinny jeans. As a family, we now eat much better, cleaner foods, as I've learned that 
I eat much better, cleaner foods as I've learned that processed diet foods are full of rubbish. With something thinking, someone thinking of joining Trinity, I say, just do it. Trust and believe in the plan. It works. Within a few weeks, the results are worth it. If you put in the work, you'll achieve your goal. This is the first thing I've stuck to for more than a few weeks. 24 weeks so far and no intention of reverting to the old self. So that's an example from Nicole. And then we've also got one from Katrin. So Katrin is actually one of my clients now, and she's a busy working mum of two from Gloucestershire. This is just in the first 12 weeks. She's actually gone on to, to achieve a whole lot more than this now. But she said, in the first 12 weeks, I've lost just under 14 kilos or two stone five pounds since week one, which is incredible given I've enjoyed it and have not been hungry. I've lost 54.5 centimetres, which is pretty mad, right? More than half a metre of, of fat loss. And my waist measurement is less than my hip measurement. I carry a lot of weight around my middle in the worst place for health. I'm really grateful for you in the program. It's given me back my self-belief that I can do this. I'm not a failure. I'm not destined to be like this for the rest of my life. I know it'll take time and honestly, it didn't feel like a chore. So contrary, I enjoy and look forward to the workouts and have not felt hungry or deprived. I've lost my sugar craving, but enjoy having the freedom to have the odd chunk of chocolate or ice cream in my calories if it allows. I can do that now without feeling I need to eat the whole bar or the tub. So amazing results again there from Katrin. Um, and she's actually well over three stone down now and doesn't, you know, there's no sign of her stopping, which is amazing. So they're just a couple of examples of results on our Fit Over 40 program. Ben, why don't you just recap again? Where can people go if they want to find out more about this? So if you want to find out more about the program and about working with us, just head over to www.fit40info.com and you can get all of the details on that page. Brilliant. So go and check that out. That just about wraps it up for today's episode of the Trinity, Trinity podcast. See if I can finish it properly. We'll be back next Friday for the next episode. We'll catch you then. See you on the next one. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.